Agent Power Huddle is a daily jumpstart. Hey, did I get your attention? We're doing something special for the next month. We're going to focus on now business. Like how do you generate income today, right now? My name is Jesse Zagorski. You probably know me as one of the regular hosts here, producer of the Agent Power Huddle. I'm also a broker associate with eXp. And what I keep hearing over and over again is agents that truly need to shift their business. The market shifted, they need to shift and they got to close the deals today. And so whether you're a brand new agent this series is for you. Experienced agent, this series is for you. It doesn't matter. Agent on a team, team leader, we're going to give you strategies and techniques to figure out how to scale and grow your business to close deals today. Not in the future, not tomorrow, today. This is what we're focusing on all month, the techniques, the strategies you need. So welcome to the Agent Power Huddle. That's it, Asher. You're going to unmute yourself when you're ready. But we just, uh, we're diving in, guys. We got a guest host today. We're talking about emotional intelligence. This is part two on managing expectations. And, and, and I surprised Asher with that, uh, that now business things. We, we created a new theme, Asher. Let's first of all, welcome back. Asher, how you doing, buddy? I'm, I'm doing great, Jesse. I'm excited. Um, Lisa, how you doing, Lisa? Yeah. So, so guys, if you, if you were here last month when we did this, so everyone is here live. If you can turn your camera on, it'd be great. So Asher knows he's hanging out with a real, real audience. If not, you got questions, you can you know, dive in as we go. But here's, here's the thing. Asher brings an energy and intensity to Agent Power Huddle that we don't get that often. Uh, he's an agent that I, I, if you missed the last one that he was on here, he's an agent who's newer in the business. How, how long have you been in the business, Asher? Um, so just over three years now. I started in June of 2019. Okay, just over three years. And he's quickly established himself with a pretty strong presence on Instagram, a couple of other social platforms, but it's more than just his marketing prowess. He, he, I mean, he makes some great videos. He has an amazing social media presence. It's the fact that he's generated such a large amount of business in a short period of time and the mindset component that goes behind this. When we focus on now business, I want to turn this over to Asher because this is part two of the emotional intelligence series. Asher, where do you want to start today in terms of of what does managing expectations mean? So managing expectations is huge. Now, I know that you said that your wife is a therapist, right? My wife is indeed a therapist. Okay. Um, So I don't know how many people on the call have ever, you know, sat down with a therapist or sat down with with a counselor, but I know I have because I'm not perfect. I'm very flawed. I'm going to be vulnerable this morning. Very vulnerable. I mean, vulnerability is the key to transparency. Um, So I've sat down with therapists and I can recall, you know, in those sessions, a lot of the things that we talked about was managing our own expectations And you could look at that as like, it's cliche. Yeah, manage my expectations. Like, what's the big deal? But it's such a big deal because your perspective, your outlook on whatever it is that you're dealing with is going to dictate your behavior. It's going to dictate how you how you respond or how you react to whatever the situation is. So when me and Jesse and Lisa, we were masterminding and brainstorming, what were we going to talk about? Like, what were we going to bring to the marketplace? What were we going to bring to agents that they're not already hearing on every other podcast right now? I said, let's talk about what goes on up here. Let's let's focus a little bit on that because we're we're definitely going to, you know, come back full circle and talk about, you know, the skill sets you know, foundationally speaking, what do we need to do to get right now business? And I also can parlay into that and how managing my expectations has allowed me to continue to get right now business uh, because a lot of it has to do with how we start, right? How we start is how we finish. So let's jump right into, you know, managing expectations and why is it important? But I'm going to start off with a story. I'm a storyteller. 
So I'm also going to start off with failure. Right. I said, can I ask you a question? Because by the way, I'm staying mainly out of his way. This is Astro's show. And like, I just love listening to you. Seriously. I hope you guys are paying attention. Like whatever you're doing, stop doing what you're doing and get off the treadmill. And listen, <laughs> here's my question. When, before you dive into your story, when you say managing expectations, are you telling people to like set really low goals or not even have goals? Like, are we talking about just like, like, just like, don't, don't expect anything. Cause I don't think that's what you're saying. Is it? No, 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 no. Okay. And that's a good precursor. So when I say manage your expectations, sometimes we can have our expectations way too high, like unreasonably high. Yeah, you're supposed to set your goals high, but then you have, your expectations are above even high of an expectation. And then sometimes we set them way too low. But what this does is it gets us off balance emotionally. Right. When we're way too high in the sky, it's unrealistic. So anything less than that unrealistic goal is devastating because your heart's set on it. Once your heart gets attached, once your emotions start to play a role in your behavior, which they do, it's, it directly dictates um, to your behavior is now you when you when you fail from way up here, look how fall how far the fall is. right so the crash is much more dramatic and traumatic now and you set them too low and let's say you actually hit them at that level well now you already started with a pessimistic view of whatever it is that you're dealing with so now your expectations are here now your energy is here now your behavior is now dictated by your energy and your behavior. So, so now you're like walking into the situation with your head down, you're kind of kicking rocks on the way into the office, kicking cans. And you know, that, that translates into your client, that translates into your situation, that translates into whoever you're dealing with, right? So the energy is so incredibly important, but it starts with an expectation. Can anyone here agree with me that when they walk into a listing appointment, you should have an expectation to get the listing, right? Right. We, we walk in with an expectation that we're going to get the listing or let's say um, we, we got a Zillow lead or realtor.com lead. We expect to get that buyer, right? Or at least we're hoping we have, we have a hope like, yes, I got a buyer. I got a Zillow lead. They're looking at a, a million dollar house in a very prestigious neighborhood. You start to have some expectations, right? You start, you start to hope, hopefully, and ha have wishful thinking. I know I do. Whenever I get a lead from Zillow or Redfin or wherever I'm getting leads from, I start to build these expectations in my mind. Oh, man. I, you know what I start to do? I start to think about the paycheck already. I'm already, I'm already at the end of the transaction. I'm already, I'm already calculating my commission. Okay. A million two five at two and a half. Oh, they're doing 3%. Oh, at 3%. Oh, that's going to be a 26000 dollars commit. Uh, my expectations are already at the finish line. And I haven't even spoken to the client to figure out what type of home they they I've got a lead here. I have no rapport. They might have an agent, but I've already set my expectation way up here. I'm already at the finish line. I'm so far ahead of me even having the expectation to meet the client, build rapport with the client, start to build a relationship with the client, start to get to know the client, start to understand the client. I haven't even done any of this and I'm already thinking about my paycheck. Can anyone else here relate? Well, okay. So now the, the, the people, the people Azure who don't have their hand up, 
probably don't have hands. I'm just saying <laughs> like, like that is a normal realtor thing. You're, you are spending the commission before you even got it. All right. Now, if you want to tell your story, by the way, this is a perfect framework. Nick, now I get where you're going. I love this. All right. So I'm going to talk about a situation um, recently with a Zillow lead that I got. And, and that's why I set that precursor. He was a million dollar buyer. And I've probably been speaking with him, uh, self-employed. So we've had a couple of hoops to go through to, to get him pre-approved. So it's been about two months. We've been going back and forth and, you know, getting some things in order, trying to find the right bank that we can get him pre-approved at. Um, this guy is, is from, gosh, I forget. He's from out of the country. I forget, I, it'll come back to me where he's from. But he owns um, several businesses in Seattle. And he's opening, starting the opening open up more business ice cream shops. He's opening in the uh, one up in California and he's opening up in one in Jacksonville, Florida. Um, so I started to have an expectation that I, I got this million dollar buyer and I, and I started to build the relationship. I started to build rapport. I started to get to know him. Now we're working together, right? But at the end of the day, my expectations are already at the finish line. They're ahead of me. Right. It's not it's not focused on the right now. It's not focused on. All right. What are the next steps for me? So I get a call yesterday and the, the phone calls from another agent in Florida because my well, supposedly my client that I've been building this rapport with, um, he told me he was opening up a store in Florida. So he's going to be traveling to Florida. So I get a call from an agent yesterday and the agent goes, hey, um, Asher, I was wondering if you could send over the pre-approval. So I'm going, hmm, send over the pre-approval. Um, she's like, yeah, I'm an agent here in Florida. Um, I, I met, I met blank. I'm not going to say his name. I met, I met um, the, the client. She thought that I was the lender. So in my mind, I'm thinking, hmm, I, I, this, this is my client. So I start to ask her, I say, so, um, so I'm actually not the lender. I'm actually, I'm actually the realtor that, that's been working with him over the past few months. And I, I, I've been helping him and, you know, we, we, we've, we've got him pre-approved and I could definitely help you send, send the pre-approval letter over. Um, would you be open to a referral agreement? Um, and she goes, um, I can tell she's an experienced agent by her response. She goes, I'm um, Asher. Um, no, I wouldn't. Here's why. I found this client on my own. If you had called me and referred him to me, um, then I would have been open to a referral agreement. But, you know, I was going door to door or business to business. And this is how I met him. So in my so in my in my heart, I'm already starting to feel crushed. Like, wow, I've been betrayed. I've been betrayed by another client. My God, I've helped him get pre-approved. He's probably been trying to get pre-approved for a while. And we had to go through a lot of hoops. I put some work in. I already had an expectation. I was already at the finish line. So I was too ahead of myself. My expectation was the check was already cashed. It was already coming into my direct deposit into my bank account. But if I'd have just been focused in the moment, if I'd have just been focused on helping him right now without getting myself too far ahead, then I probably wouldn't have been as crushed yesterday. But what was the lesson in that for me? I said, first of all, I, I, I got to focus on right now and what's in front of me and nothing is done until it's done. That's an expectation. I had an expectation that it was already done, but it was nowhere near done. Now, I'm not going to put myself in that same position again, because now I'm starting to realize that it does something to my morale. I carry that into the next relationship. I carry that into the next client. Now I'm like, oh, is this client going to cheat on me? Hmm? 
the last one did. Is this one, is this client going to be loyal to me? Am I going to give them everything? Am I going to give them my best foot forward? Because they just might run off and do what the last client did to me. You see, that expectation starts to transcend into my behavior. Now, my behavior is transcending into my next client. And now I'm kind of dimming it down a little bit and not giving everything that I have to that client when I'm supposed to be bedazzling my client. I am supposed to be giving my client the best energy, the best feeling, the best emotion and the best experience. I always say I'm working for my review from the start of the first conversation, from from the invitation, from me accepting that lead. I'm working to establish rapport to where from the start of this transaction to the end of the transaction, the experience was a Disneyland experience. The client is going to be raving about me. They're going to write me a review and they're going to go tell all their friends about me. And this is how I've built my business so quickly. But it starts with an expectation. It starts with having the right expectations because no matter what, I need to be in control of what's going on here when with whatever I'm entering into. Any relationship any activity and any interaction with any potential client, any human being, I want to manage here so that I don't walk in with the wrong expectations and now I'm crushed and now that behavior is transcending into other areas. Is it is this resonating with anybody? It, it, it totally makes sense. And can, can I ask a quick question, make sure I'm understanding. So, so this was, did this client, by just a, for the story, did this client think you were the lender? That's what the, the client thought or the other agent thought you were the lender? No, the other agent thought I okay. was the lender. Okay, so, so, so first of all, I don't know if you saw the agent power huddle we did yesterday, but I, I taught on buyer consultations and getting a buyer agency agreement signed. We, you and I can have this conversation offline about that one because that'll help with this in the future. But and second of all, the fact that you're taking this learning lesson and you're pushing it forward and you're going into the world of like, how does this trickle down to every other client? Dude, this is so this is so important because so much so many of us as agents, I don't think we recognize how one experience goes and then bleeds into everything else and all the other deals we're doing, all the other leads we're talking to. I think this is really important, Asher. Um, on, honestly, I, it, it literally struck me like a lightning bolt yesterday. I said, wow, because now the emotion, what was the emotion I felt after the fact? Let's talk about that. I, I felt a little bit down. I felt like, you know, I'm, I'm walking like, okay, I lost something that I was working on. But if I hadn't have put myself so far ahead of where I was at, Maybe I wouldn't have been as down. I would have been like, you know what? Hey, another client come, another client came and another client went. Now I can focus on the next one, right? Because I hadn't gotten that far with them yet. You know, I only gotten so far. Okay, that's okay because this happens. This is the nature of the business. So what it did is it helped me just kind of stay in a space where I was okay with the outcome. Being, being too high up and too down low it, it, it does something to me to where it helps. It starts to make me sluggish moving into to the next opportunity. And sometimes it makes you stagnant. Uh, another lead, uh, miss the lead. Uh, I'm just going to continue to do what I'm doing here. I'm not too worried <laughs> about these leads anymore. Is anybody else here a little bit emotional? Yeah, I was just going to say, so, so Ryan put in the chat box, by the way, Ryan's like, just so you know, this is resonating and people don't have their cameras on. Like he said, this is a great story, Asher. This Like I needed to hear this. Thank you for sharing. You being vulnerable I'm telling you this connect, like this is real. This is what people, this is what we as agents live every day. Right. It, right. Is, it, is anyone here? Lisa raised her hand. She's emotional. Anyone else here? Raise your hand. If you're, if you're like, I'm an emotional human being. Okay. Look at that Asher. Everyone or everyone is on cameras. Like we have people not on camera. They're all guaranteed they're raising their hand. That's that's agents. That's us. 
Now, now, Jesse, I want to I want to trend. I want to just kind of transition into um, a topic that you said is, is, is how to get right now business. Now, if I'm not in the right headspace, I know personally because I've been in sales also for the past 11 years prior to getting into real estate. When I'm not in the right headspace, I don't feel like prospecting. I, I don't want to pick up the phone. I don't want to go knock on anybody's door. You know why? Because my morale is now down. I don't feel good. And one of the hardest parts of any business development role, any sales or prospecting role that has a prospecting aspect to it is managing your own expectations and emotions. Because 90% of the time, you can't get out of the car. You can't pick up the phone because of the way that you feel. The way that you feel, what, well, what's making me feel this way? The past experience. What happened in that past experience? I had an expectation that wasn't met. Now my emotions are not where they need to be. So now I'm looking at the next opportunity. I'm not looking at the next opportunity because I'm still, I'm still in this, I'm still in this kind of downward state. So one of the best things that you can do is focus on right now. Focus on what's in your circle and focus on the expectation of what you're dealing with. You know that clients come and go. You know that clients are going to talk to other people. They're going to talk to other lenders. They're going to have other interactions with family members and with, with coworkers. And, and they're going to refer them their agent for 30 years. And you've got them pre-approved and you've already showed them 17 houses. And then that client's going to turn around and call you and say, hey, guess what? I just got my offer accepted. You're going to be appalled. Like, wait, what do you mean you got your offer accepted? Yeah, my dad referred me to his realtor. He's been working for 30 years and we just got in contract on the house. Well, what about me? You know what? My expectation is I'm going to do my best with every single client. I'm going to do my best with every consultation. I'm going to do my best in every single meeting. And no matter if it goes to the finish line or not, I'm going to put my best foot forward and I'm going to continue to be the best agent that I can be. And every interaction is going to be awesome. I'm going to make their head spin around and they're going to be raving fans of me because I'm going to set my expectation to do the best I can, no matter if it's good or if it's bad, if I win or if I lose, if I fail or if I succeed, no matter what my expectation is that I'm going to be the best agent, I'm going to dominate in my space and I'm going to manage me because that's the only thing that I can control. I can't, I can't control my client. I can't control my circumstance and I can't control what's going on in the world around me, but I can control me. And as long as I can control me, then I can control my outcomes. Because no matter what, I'm going to continue to push through whatever it is that I'm going through. It doesn't matter what happens to me because things life doesn't happen to me. Life is happening for me. I'm going to be the architect of my future. I'm going to draw it out. No matter what happens, I'm going to be in control. I have the pin. It's up to me to manage my expectations. No matter if it's good or bad, win or lose, you've got to think like a, that's how you think like a winner. How did I build my business in three years where not, almost all of my business is either a referral or coming from my social media platform? I have failed so many times. I have missed the mark so many times. I've had so many clients come and go. I have put in work. I've had listings that I put on the market where I pay for pictures. I pay for, for staging. I pay for videography. 
And guess what? It didn't sell. All of these letdowns did something to my morale, but also it's taught me some valuable lessons about managing my own expectations. And that's how I'm continuing to make it through these seasons, right? These tough seasons where the news, the the, the media, um, the talk at the coffee shop, it's all negative around us. How do you push through an environment like this where there it's chaotic, where there's storms and there's cyclones, right? There's cyclones of negativity. How do you withstand these things? You got to manage what's going on in here. And if you can't do it by yourself, you know what you can do is you got to get with a partner. You got to get in an environment. You got to get in groups such as the agent collective. You got to get around other people that have weathered storms before, right? You got to get on the right crew. You got to man the, you got to be on the right ship. You got to be around other people that are, that are not just survivors but people that have thrived over the past. And they say, you know what? I've overcome this. And one thing that I've learned is that if you just continue to focus on what you can control and that's your mind, that's your emotions, that's your activity. If you continue to focus on that, guess what? Nothing is going to phase you because you already know that if this comes again, I'll be able to withstand it because I'm not going to go here. I'm not going to go here. I'm going to be right here. I'm going to face it head on. I'm going to be a bull. I'm going to be a ram. I'm going to be a buck. I'm coming straight at this head on and I'm going to be the best all the way through it. Win or lose, no matter what, nothing's going to phase me. That is the mindset that I have now adapted and adjusted to. I've adjusted myself to this mindset that has allowed me to continue to keep going, even when I don't feel like it, because I know that this is only a season. And the best thing about seasons is seasons change. Is is this sitting right with anybody right now? Is this sitting right with anybody? We've got to adapt. We've got to adjust our mindset. It all starts here. How can you continue to push through when other agents are throwing in the towel? Mindset. Mindset. This won't be forever. But guess what? If you go out to each client and say, hey, I'm going to be the absolute best agent. These clients are going to love me. I'm going to get this listing. I am going to dominate this. And guess what? If I don't get the listing, it's also okay. If this buyer goes somewhere else or goes with another lender or goes with another real estate agent, that's also okay. Because you know what? As long as I'm okay, then I can go be the best for the next client that is going to work with me. I can go be the best for the next listing appointment. I can continue to stay in a space where I'm going to dominate because I'm already dominating in my mind. No matter what, I will be unshaken. I will be invincible through this market and I'm not going to stop. I'm going to be relentless with what I do and everything that I do, I'm putting my best foot forward. It's just like being the quarterback. Every time the quarterback gets sacked, he's got to get back up. He's got to get back in the huddle and he's got to get back on the field and he's got to go for the next play. He's got to throw the football again. He can't just say, I quit. I forfeit. I'm going to the sidelines. Put the second string in. He's going to lose his spot. He cannot forfeit based on the way that he feels right now. Every agent on this call, you guys are in the game. And if you've gotten sacked, if you lost yardage, guess what? You got to shake that off. You got to get back in here and say, all right, that, that wasn't a great play. Matter of fact, that was a horrible play. I fumbled the ball. I threw an interception. I threw a pick. I got to get back in that huddle. I got to, I got to quickly check myself and say, all right, 
next play. And this is the next play mentality. My God, are we coaching a football league here? What, are, what What's going on here? Does anybody here watch football? All right. I know we've all seen quarterbacks get sacked and we've seen them lose yardage. Right now, you are the quarterback of your team. You are the quarterback of your destiny. You are the quarterback of your future. And every single play, you got to have the mentality that I'm going for the end zone. I'm going to make it to the end zone. And if I don't, the next turnover on downs, I'm going to make it to the end zone. But I got to continue to have a next play mentality. Otherwise, if I stay stuck on the last play, I'm going to walk into the next play and I'm going to duplicate what I did on the last play because my mind is stuck behind me. It's not focused on the future and it's not focused on what's ahead of me. If we continue to focus on that next play, guess what? You guys will all reach the end zone. Give me a thumbs up. Can I get some thumbs up? Is this sitting right? I'm just trying to get you guys awake. I'm just trying to get you guys in the right mindset, in the winning mindset. This is a winning atmosphere. And guess what? We are going to weed out all of the negative thoughts, all of the negative opinions. Everybody, the he say, she say, the media, the propaganda, the social media posts, the YouTube videos, everything that we're hearing about the economy, that it's going to be so terrible. Because guess what? In every market, there's always agents that dominate. There's, there's agents that haven't even felt to slow down. There's agents that say the market slowed down, huh? How, what are you talking about? I'm busier than ever because there's always this. There's always Ricky Carruth. He's in EXP. I really like Ricky Carruth. He said there's transactions happening every single day. Are you are you in the right mindset to be out there and getting these transactions? So, so Asher, I got to, I got to dive in because we got three minutes and I want you to think how you want to pull the stickers. By the way, this is fire. If you read the chat, by the way, take a look in the chat. You, people are loving this dude. So here's the thing, right? You're saying, Sally just said in the chat box, I need Asher to follow me around all day, every day, <laughs> keep my mind right, which, which is awesome. But here's how you can go listen to this podcast on replay. He just referenced another guy. Go find it. Like I keep, whenever you need a tune up throughout the day, we have the ability with technology now to have our mentors, our heroes, our partners, whoever we want, just that voice in our head. We have it and you can listen to it all the time. I'm assuming actually you do that during the day, throughout the day, you put on music, audiobooks, podcasts, whatever. All, all the time. A lot of, so me, I'm, I'm very spiritual. So I like to listen to sermons. I, I do read a lot of books. I, I listen to books. I don't sit there and read books because I like to move around, but I do listen to a lot of sermons because a lot of the sermons that I listen to from, from T.D. Jakes and other pastors, it does from, something for me spiritually and emotionally. And it, and it keeps me in the right state of mind, which allows me to get out and put my best foot forward. It's all about being able to get to the next play and to the next day and to the next opportunity. So managing your expectations allows you to be the best that you can be in the current circumstances, which transcends that energy transcends into the next opportunity. And it transcends into the next steps of the current opportunity that you're in. So managing your expectations dictates your morale which is based off your emotions. So what we're doing is we're really starting to learn the soft skills of what we need to do up here to be the best out here in the world. Is this sitting right? That is it, guys. That is so good, Asher. So I want to make sure people know that you're coming back again if they're watching this live oh, October yeah. 18th. 
is oh, part yeah. three and November 1st is part four. This is a four-part series on emotional intelligence. If you're listening to the podcast, like later on, if this is like, I don't know, 2024, you're like, yeah, the market already corrected them. Good. But like, if you want to go back and you can just go look for part three and part four. It's in our library for the podcast. Asher, we're at the bottom of the hour, but dude, I just want to say your passion, your enthusiasm and your vulnerability, your heart, man, your soul, it comes through so clearly, right? Those of you on camera, right? Raise your hands. We're like, yeah, I need to do this today. Okay. <laughs> Like, thank you, Asher. This is perfect. Well, Lisa, well Jesse, ahead, I wanna, say, thank, I you, setting thank this up. you. Lisa, thank you for setting this up. And Asher, go ahead. How do you want to wrap it up? I, I just want to say thank you, Jesse, for allowing me the opportunity to, to collaborate with you um, on this call. I think this is such an, a, a noble thing that you're doing, just creating this space for agents to come in and plug in and get what they need. Plug in and, and, and get the and get the skills and get get the experience and get the stories, you know, from from people like myself and others that are on the call. Lisa, I want to also um, give you a special shout out. Thank you, you know, for taking the time to reach out to me and we can mastermind about this series and this events. So I'm just grateful to be here. And I want to thank you guys all for watching. I want to just end with this. If you manage your expectations, this is how you're going to dominate moving forward because you're not going to be too high. You're not going to be too low, but you're going to be right here. You're going to live in the moment and you're going to have, be able to have a next play mentality. Focus on what you can control and that's your mindset. Thank you guys. If you'd like more information or to get connected to the Agent Power Huddle, join our free Facebook group. This call was designed for the agents in our EXP organization, but open to any agent from any brokerage. If you're a guest and you're interested in learning more about EXP or our specific resources within the Agent Collective, reach out to the person who invited you to this call to get more info. Produced by the Agent Collective Media Network.